Kazuma. Artist Proof with Adrian Johnson. Episode 6, Mel Milton. Welcome back to another episode of Artist Proof. I'm your host, Adrian Johnson. And today I'm going to keep the um, the preamble very short because I'm so excited to present this particular episode to you guys. Uh, today's conversation is with artist Mel Milton. Um, Mel is someone that I've followed, I think, since earlier this year, uh, just after repeatedly seeing his artwork posted um, on other people's uh, Facebook um, uh, pages and also seeing a couple of my um, friends following him on Facebook. And so after seeing so much of this, I said, you know what, let me check this guy out. And so I started following him on Facebook and just a bevy, just a bevy of fantastic art. I mean, he is a superb artist and I'm not one to just throw em empty hyperbole um, where it's not warranted, but Mel is uh, fantastic, fantastic. Um, he does what he calls Dukes, uh, D-O-O-K-S, and um, he explains what he means by uh, his daily Dukes um, in the course of the conversation, but each and every one is just, um, it's just, it's just fantastic, and um, the, the, the fundamentals are there, and he considers a lot of them studies, which is, which is just, um, which, 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 once you see them, you're like, but this is a finished piece. But for him, it's a study. It's a way of working out and finding, you know, exactly what he's looking for in terms of whatever medium. Um, he's adept at digital, um, mixed media, uh, you name it, Mel can do it. Um, so I am very pleased to have him on the show today, uh, in addition to um, the inspiration and his story, uh, most of all, which I think you guys will find encouraging, and inspirational, and, uh, and by turns emotional. Uh, I'll just be honest there. So um, definitely check this episode out. Um, I just want to have a brief pause and just say that every episode, including this one, of Artist Proof is produced by Enosma Studios, LLC. Enosma uh, Studios um, is my personal brand. Um, I'm available online at enosmastudios.com. That's I-N-A-Z-U-M-A Studios, all one word, dot com. Uh, Studios is also available elsewhere online through Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, and Instagram. Um, so choose your poison. Uh, you can find us online again through those various outlets. But if you want to go to the source, the website is enazimastudios.com. And so just briefly again, uh, before we get into the conversation, um, Mel's uh, story is just um, so, so incredible. And, and the man obviously has a passion for what he does. And he explains how why he is in pursuit of that passion and why you should be too. Um, because the, the thing that he's acknowledging, you know, through his work and just through his, his um, personality and approach is something that I feel is very universal as far as the, um, as far as being a creative, you know, just looking for um, solutions to um, whatever um, problems, I mean, even outside of just artwork, even problems with um, within um, your life or hardships, rather, um, it's probably a better way to say it, you know, you can attain or you can at least get, get a, a modicum to build off of in terms of, you know, that excitement and that passion to just get you through. You know, Mel in the conversation mentioned something about every day seeking to attain at least 
51% happiness. 51% happiness. You know, and if he says that if he can attain that, then he's he's doing great for that day. And I think that should be something we all should strive for. 51% happiness. So I'll let Mel explain that in the conversation. And here we go. It's Artist Proof with Adrian Johnson, episode six with Mel Milton. If, if anyone has not seen uh, Mel's work, um, you're definitely in for a treat. Um, check him out online. Uh, the way I found it was via Facebook. Um, a couple of friends of mine were actually Facebook friends with him. And I saw that um, they were following this guy. And this guy, every single day, has something <laughs> awesome. I, I kid you not, Mel. I mean, every single day it was something like, whoa, 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 hold up, hold up, hold up. Who is this dude? <laughs> you know, <laughs> so that's why I was just like, okay, let, let me let me start following this guy, and um, you know, I was just like blown away. I'm and I'm continually blown away. Like your stuff is just fantastic, man. You know, oh, and, man. And, and 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 your um your positivity too is is um, amazing. You know, just like you always in. And in fact, this might be a good a good question to start with. Um, sure. you you're always positive in terms of saying with each and every one of your posts, keep on keeping on, but you call like your daily drawings that you post Dukes. Where did that mm-hmm. come from? <laughs> like I said, in the eighties, you know, uh, being a product of that, that era, uh, you know, the Dukes, the Dookie, you know, I got to go bust off a Dookie in the bathroom. Gotcha. <laughs> right? Okay. And so, and so I don't know where, you know, because we all have that, when, especially artists, we get to that point to where um, we, we we do a drawing and we're like, it's never good enough. We all know it. Every artist does it. So there came a point where it's, for me, it was a lighthearted way, you know, to be that child. You know, it's all right for you to do. Go ahead and let one off. You know, it's it's human. Right. It's human. We all poop, right? Right. And so I just put it on there for myself. You know, I, I duked another one out, you know. And I didn't think nothing of it when I first started putting this on to mm-hmm. let people know. And uh, now that I'm getting more, you know, uh, uh, international people follow me yeah. where they're like, I don't understand what that means. You know And I'm like? Well, it's just another way of me saying it's poop. And they're like, it's poop. What are you calling your work poop? And I said, well, that's what everybody does. It's just my way of, of putting it out there. It, it, it's I giggle at myself when I do it because it's, why take it so serious? So that's where it came from. And I just been putting it for so many years that, you know, one of the big outside of what kind of pencil do I use? You know, what is, what does Duke mean? That's, that's the one that I get most often. And and so, uh, you know, it it actually starts a conversation that I enjoy having with people because a lot of people, especially artists, when they go, man, you know, I'm trying to hustle Mm -hmm. and how do you stay motivated? You know? And I said, well, that's the hard part is, is, is getting to the point where you don't take it so seriously. So that's my shout out to myself. When I say I'm duking one off, you know, it's just, it's, it's my daily poop. I just poop it out and uh, do it for what I do it for. And that's just enjoy it, you know. Got you, got you. Okay, okay. Cause see, I had thought that at first, but I was like, let me, let me confirm with Mel. That's what that is, man. I don't want to be too forward here. <laughs> All right, so. Oh, I got, and, hey, I've had people come out like had their own meanings for it and so i you know i need to put a sticky i don't i don't understand all the social stuff so all the social media i know i need to have a a sticky that says this is what it means because i get that i get that on a daily yeah i get that what what does duke mean i feel stupid like i should ask you and i i like to me there are no stupid questions because you ain't gonna if you don't ask how are you gonna find out what it is true so and so to me it's it it shows an interest of people who ask that question you know, it's it's getting them to a point where it's like, just ask a question. It's just a question. Just like my, you know, I, I put on this art. I don't want to put any stress on it. So uh, the Dukes and keep on keeping on. Believe me, every time I post, I want to be complaining. I want to be mad about something. I want to. And so I just keep it minimal. You know, I talk about the Duke, but that's what we all do. And mm-hmm. just keep on keeping on because that's what I want to keep going. I want to do this for the rest of my life. So. Got you. Got you. Excellent. All right. So, so let me ask you this in regards to your daily Dukes, man. Um, I noticed that a lot of times that you'll mention in the Dukes, like 
oh, this is a study from reference or a study from a uh, photograph. You know what I'm saying? And and I, I even even today, I don't know why it is as far as like artists that there's this stigma of using like you know reference and photographs and such. And <laughs> whenever someone mentions that, oh well, I did this from a study from life or from a photograph, people instantly wrinkle up their faces like, uh, you cheated, you know, or mm-hmm. something like that. Now, in terms of your process, it's like you'll mention some of your dukes as having been studies from photographs, but they don't look like the photograph. Like the pose will be there and everything. Like you show the photograph side by side, but it's definitely your own interpretation. And I was wondering in terms of that, like when you're doing your dukes or when you're doing like no studies and so forth, because you do a lot of them and they're all varied with different media and, you know, different purposes, I guess what you're searching for. Do you have a routine that you kind of um, consider when, when you set out to do your, your Dukes at all or. So me, um, um, I, I've always, my dream was to be good enough artist to do 2d animation. But at the time, you know, I didn't have internet. I didn't have computer, you know? And so, uh, I was late in the game mm-hmm. when I started. And, um, one of the things that I noticed when I got my foot in the door in the video games is that people use reference. But like you were saying, it's a taboo thing. So I felt like I was cheated for years because mm-hmm. all these people using reference. And I'm like, wait, 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 you ain't coming out of your head with this stuff? And they'd be like, no, I got to get the job done. Right. You know, so to, to me, you know, I didn't really try as an artist because I felt like I was too stupid. I don't understand anatomy. I don't understand, like, you know, the way, you know, from the, the, the books that I'd read, you know, it was like real technical. Like, what are the bones? What are the muscles doing? What are, how, how is everything moving? And it's like, I'm too stupid. I got a 10th grade education. I don't, I don't understand nothing. Mm. But cartoons for me was, you know, like I said, I was into uh, uh, Justice League and, uh, and uh, the animated Batman and Superman series that Bruce and Tim's had pulled off. And I remember it's like, to me, I could see those simple shapes because they were simple, but watching them move across the screen, it was like it was my way of being able to study um, shapes, which is what it's all about. So when I got on, I actually didn't want to get on Facebook. I was like, I don't want to perpetuate this lie of, hey, look, here's my life, and this is this fantastic thing. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to have somewhere where it was like, uh, I started posting my life, and I was like, you know what, I'll just post my art like I did on my blog. And I actually would on purpose in the initial when I first did it, I, I put off to my reference. Here's my reference. You can see. But what I wanted to show people was is like to get that that whole part of reference, you can't use reference. And it's like, no, you understand why you use reference. You know, and so for me, when I use reference, what I'm actually looking for is what is it that I find appealing about the picture that I'm looking at? Mm-hmm. Why is it that I stopped on that picture? And can I boil it down to simple shapes? Yeah. Can I get those shapes on purpose, you know? But, you know, if, if there's something in the eyes or if there's something in the hair or there's something the way the hands are moving, it's like, can I say when I draw that picture, this is the most important part. This is what I got gathered off and put that, put my effort into that part of it, you know? So I'm doing it on purpose. But the reference is there, you know, like I said, you know, a lot of people sit and they say, I'm trying to find my style, mm-hmm. you know? they never find out what it is they truly like. So that's why I said I'm, I started getting to this with my reference, being able to sit and say, analyze the reference. This is what they were teaching school. You know, uh, take what you're learning and be like, well, understand it well enough that you can manipulate it to your style. And that's where style comes from. A lot of people are like, they see somebody else's style and they're like, wow, I want to mimic that. And there's nothing wrong with that. But then they say, well, I'm not going to use reference because I don't need the reference for this style. And it's like, that's that's bull. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, you know, the guys that are really good base it off of reality, you know. And I didn't realize this until, again, I didn't do my first life drawing until I was 40. Wow. You know, and I remember, yeah. So I was like, I was scared of it. Like, I was, it, again, seemed so technical to me. I'd never been in that world before. And so when I was at Disney Interactive, every Friday they had a life drawing, you know, and I was like, I went up because I was an animator at the time and I went up and I just used it to get gestures really quick. But these guys would do long, 
long poses. The concept guys do long and they would study the light and the shadows and, and all this. But I was like, I just need to gesture. So the first time I did it and sat down with somebody who did life drawings, I was still suffering from that thing that I was hearing in my mind, you know, like, you know, uh, this is too complicated for me. But when somebody, when I sat down next to somebody in that life drawing class and they were like, it's just like reference, you see, but how are you going to interpret it? You know, lay it down. There is a, there is a, you can copy it all the way, but you know, it's, what do you see? What are you trying to say through your art? So that's what I'm, the last two years I've been just trying to find that through the reference because it's easiest with reference. But when we when we have something in our mind and we try to do it, it becomes this huge, I got to make it perfect or I got to make it this way. And so the reference for me frees me up to just sit and say, take that all out. You know, don't try to make it perfect, but just take the time to analyze what's the appeal in this. Why, why are you using it? And then can you take that and use it on your own without the reference? So that, that's what I'm saying. I'm building up my library of things that I can use on the daily. Wow. Okay. And, and a couple of things within that, Mel, that you said, man, that I had to, you know, raise my eyebrows was you mentioning about um, not being <laughs> in life drawing until you, were, until you were 40. And, you know, for a lot of people, you know, they think that life drawing, oh, when I go to art school, I do life drawing. But once I leave right. that academic environment, that's no longer, you know, uh, viable for me. It's like, well, I'll just wing it from here. So let me ask you this. Like, in terms yeah. in terms of um, not just the life drawing, but really, you and you mentioned just a few moments ago, coming in late to not just life drawing, but really um, being productive as far as the artwork on your own. When did you really seriously start doing like you know the stuff outside of like you know your your video game work and so forth? To be like to set out that goal to say, can I make money off my art? Um, Is it... uh, make money off your art, or also just overall this dedication towards you know daily posting a piece. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? The art, the drawing, um, that has always been for me. You know, there was a point where. Uh, you know, when you're in high school and everybody's, man, dude, you got skills, and they see and they and they and, and they stroke the ego. They tell mm-hmm. you, and mm-hmm. you're gonna go somewhere. You're gonna be big, and um, but deep down inside, it was like I was too scared to test that out. You know, to be like, how do you, how do you, when when everybody around you is telling you you're good, and you're like, I know I have this skill, but I don't have the education, I don't have the environment that'll nurture it. How, how do you step into that realm where these guys are going to school? They're going to the big colleges. They're learning all the information. And again, I didn't have the internet or nothing like that. So it was like almost like I lived off of that. So I was fine with it. I didn't want to push it because I had fear that I'd fail at it. You know, and it was like I start uh, when when you when you know you can't compete with these guys who are getting the education. Right. And uh, you know, like I said, when I met my wife it was the first time that I sat there and said. I don't know. I don't know nothing, but I know art. And I said, and that was in that moment where I was like, I want to take care of this woman, you know, for the rest of her life. And, and I don't know how to do that. And the only thing that I knew that I had a skill was, was art. But even then my art, my art skill was, you know, when I started back, it was still at that high school level because I never nurtured it. It just stayed that same. So I knew if I had stepped in foot in front of somebody who was professional, they they could see that it was all falling apart. So that was nerve-wracking enough, but the fear of not being able to provide for my wife mm. was the first part that said, you know, dump all the bull crap, you know, do do your best, you know, and don't if you want to be a professional, go for it. But again, I think a lot of uh me not doing it in the in the in the insecurity about who I was and how I grew up um actually helped me to not take it for granted you know, to look deeper into things, but it, it was not an easy road. So, <laughs> well, you, well, that's very encouraging, man, because I feel you on that tip in terms of, you know, wanting to provide for your significant other, because I'll just be candid. I'm in the same place, man. Quite honestly, you know, my wife, and I I, think, go ahead, man. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, 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 go ahead. That's what I said. It's the majority of, I sit in my world, you sit in your world and everybody does it as arts. You know, we have that, uh, like, a separation there. But in the same sense, every artist I've talked to is in that same mode. You know, so I try to share it. I try to share the parts 
when people talk to me, to me, it's more than technique. Mm -hmm. To me, it's more than, uh, to me, it's, it's, it's a, it's a journey into finding who you are, who do you want to be and being okay with being able to say, I deserve to be somebody good. I deserve to be somebody who's happy. I deserve all that stuff. But there was a, but when you have your wife in the mix and your child in the mix, you know, the insecurities bubble up even more so. And yeah. then the way society handles artists is like, it's like, it's not important. You know, like you need a real job. Well, wait a second. You know, I'm like, being creative and come overcoming that. That's why I have utmost respect for any artist because you, you got hurdles on top of, you know, when you're hustling just for a regular job, most people don't care about that regular job. They're like, so there's not a real emotional tie to like, am I going to fail at that regular job? Mm -hmm. No, I don't care. I'll go to that and get the money because the money spends exactly the same, but in the same sense, you're not grabbing the happiness that you deserve. Mm -hmm. So that's why I said, you know, when you say, when you say, um, the family part of it, you know, the everybody goes through that. It's not, there's not been one artist that I've met, even the ones that are successful, that hasn't had that worry. Especially you look at somebody you love, and you want to give them the world, yeah. you know. And it's like, you know, and so I feel you on that one. So I didn't mean to take it, but no, 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 no. I mean that's and and that and that's what I'm saying because a lot of it's almost as if being creative and fighting every day, every moment against that insecurity goes hand in hand. Now, I think when mm -hmm. the balance is off, because, you know, again, speaking candidly for myself, I mean, there were quite a few years there where I, I put I put the pencil down. I put the art down, you know, where it's mm -hmm. just like, I, 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 I can't do this right now. You know, it's just, I'm not feeling this. And there have been a lot of artists, like you said, that go through that, you know, and not everyone rebounds, you know. Oh, no. That's what depresses me, because I look, art has given me my life currently, to this day. I, I still am, it still amazes me, because, you know, even you just, the way you introduced me is, you know, that I'm hustling every day. The thing is, is I'm not getting paid for that stuff. That's I haven't been, I haven't been working in two years. Mm. I've just been taking the time to watch my daughter grow up, and I've been blessed to be able to sit through my art, being able to, and, you know, my wife being supportive of it going like i want to watch her grow up i don't want to the reason why i did art was to be this person for my family and there was a point where it was like as i think and i'm successful i'm like you know it's like i want to take care of my family and i was already doing it i already attained that goal but now i was i was under the pressure of i'm afraid i'm afraid that i'm gonna lose what i have i'm afraid that if you know i just want to i don't want to rock the boat i don't want to you know but it's like Everybody below me who's like, I'm ready to get my foot in the door is like, I want to be like you. And I'm like, I, I want to be much more, but I'm scared, you know, but I got to put, you know, to their faces. And I was watching a lot of people that made it and got somewhere, you know, it's like, you don't want to, you don't want to sit and say, I, I'm scared and I'm miserable because somebody might hear and take it away from me. Mm -hmm. And so I was finding myself in this mode where it's like, why am I doing it? You know, cause I do it regardless. I've been doing it. Yeah. I, you know, and and if you go everything that I post, I have not posted any of my work that I did at a studio online. I've never done it. I only post my personal stuff, and it's me trying to work out ideas for myself to try to find me uh, and and who I am and what does it take. You know, because you know the last two years have been as 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 amazing as it is to be able to be home and watch my daughter grow up. Yeah. Uh, it's been a, a real, I have to take a look at myself. And it has been one of those things is what is my truth? Do you know what I'm saying? So for instance, you know, you hear a lot of people like, man, I, I want to draw more, but I ain't got time. And it's like, you know, it's something that everybody says. And I found myself saying it, but it was like, is that the truth? Can you not draw for 15 minutes? Right. Is it, if you want to say your truth, it's like, I don't feel like, in that 15 minutes, I would draw something good. That's all right. But a lot of people don't go that far. They just say, you know, I just don't got the time. And they cover it up. And then there's this pain. You know what I'm saying? When you don't get to it. So, like, when you checked out and you said, well, I'm giving it up, the pain eventually gets bad enough to either you pick that pencil back up or or, or you implode. And this is where I found, yep. you know, where I was addicted to drugs and I was an alcoholic and I was homeless because I wasn't tending to the true me. The one that I was like, I, I, you know, it was as soon as I realized that who that was who I was, the art part of it. 
And I wasn't ashamed about it. And I just came up and I'm like, you know what? It gives me happiness. It gives me a life that I can't. So that's what my drawings are. Every day that I put out a drawing, that's me thanking myself to say, thank you. Thank you for your daughter. Thank you for your wife. Thank you for the house. Thank you for the jobs. Thank you for all the beautiful people that I've been meeting off of art. You know, it's been more of a positive thing for me. And yet I think about all the people who, like you're saying, get to the point where life gets so so stressful that they give up the one piece that could give them something much more than what they would get at a regular job. Do you know what I'm saying? And it's like, it's not even doing it for a job. But again, when my when my daughter's off at school and I get a little bit of time to do it and I put it in, it's like, while I'm doing it, it's Duke. It's a poop. I'm pooping it out. Mm-hmm. But as soon as I finish, as soon as I throw it up online and I put that keep on keeping on, it's my safe place to analyze why I did it. I did it because, hey, you know what? I know there's a bunch of guys out there that go, I wish I had the time to do this. And I got it. You know, and even if I got to fight for it, I got it. And it's important to me. And so, you know, that's I've been on this place where it's like the last two years trying to understand just like with the reference. What's important to me at the reference that I'm using? The reason why I wanted to be an artist is because I wanted to be something more for my family. And so it's always helping me to remind me to sit and say, it's not about the great art, but it's the great person that comes from that art. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because yes. it's, it's, uh, it's the thing that we all want. We all want to be something more. And so whatever that is, you know, I tell people, I'm like, you know, I, I just got back from CTNX, you know? Yeah. And uh, this is, you know, to see, you know, Titans to me, like, oh, man, of every field, film, you know, comics, uh, animation, they're all there. And I was like a kid in a candy store. <laughs> and uh, I'm watching the guys, you know, walking around. I'm talking to all these people who are like, I'm just trying to get my foot in there, doing the hustle. And, you know, they're like, man, I just, what does it take to be a part of this world? Mm-hmm. And I, And the funny thing is, is I look at a lot of people and I'm like, when I ask them, you know, like, why do you want to be an artist? They, it's the job part of it comes out and they're kind of like, well, I don't care. I just want to get my foot in the door. And I'm like, don't you want that excitement? Because that's what I, I realized I was missing in the beginning. I had it because I would, I waited so long that I was like, man, I want to get it. And when I got in, I'm like, Hey, how come you guys aren't as excited as me? Mm-hmm. And then I found myself over the years, like, this is just a job. And I'm going to go home. I don't need to do it at home because I do it at work. And it started losing its luster for me. And so I'm like, well, wait a second. How can something that you love, and you know every artist, you talk to every artist, say, you know, why do you do your art? Because I love it. I love the feeling I get while I'm in it. When I get in that zone, there is no future. There is no past. It's just me and the paper. And I'm doing my art, and that's me living life. There There is no trauma. There is no, there is no, political bull crap going on it's just me living life and it's a moment where i'm at peace with myself and so i look and i'm like um if if you know that drawing or art gives you that love that that bit and you find yourself saying well i'm not gonna do it today then it sounds ridiculous because it's like man if you know you're gonna feel this good then why wouldn't you pick it up why wouldn't you why wouldn't you take that for yourself and give that because the thing is is by you taking that happiness and then giving it to somebody else, at least the world is getting better. And that's why I'm like, artists are more powerful, you know, to be able to sit and say, you know, some kid look at me and go, man, you know, when I grow up, I want to be you. Uh, the dreamer. That's why I did it. I remember going to my first Comic-Con and seeing somebody going like, dang, look at these artists. Yeah. And they're drawn for people. And, and you just starstruck. And going like, what would it be like to sit down and somebody's just coming to see you just because you're drawing? Yeah. Like to me, sadness, you know. But, but the thing is, is is like once you get in the job and life has cracked you off, and you're going like, is it worth it? Mm-hmm. You know. And a lot of, and I've had this discussion with a lot of people where they're like, they're on the brink of giving it up. And for me, I think like when I put out and I did my first Comic Con. You know, I put out there, you know, that I cried all three days. Wow. But, uh, you know, know, and and people, I didn't really get a chance to explain to people why I cried. So, um, you know, in the middle of my, me getting my uh, self together, you know, and uh, wanting to be an artist. So I went, I was going to, 
I took, I was taking online animation school and, and, uh, my son had passed away, you know? And I was like, so devastated, devastated to where it was like, I was going to give up art because that was the whole reason why I wanted to be an animator was my family. And then it was like, this thing that was precious to me gets taken away. And then it's like, what for, you know, because it hurt on many levels. I got to watch my wife be devastated and I was devastated in life. And I became the cynic and angry and bitter. Yeah. And artists came from all over to be like, man, keep doing what you do. And it, it, it saved me. It saved me. And, but there was a part after that had happened that, uh, I try to explain to people, how would you like it? If you knew your life used to be this happy and now something happens to you and you know, you'll never break this. Happy. This is as happy as you're going to get. You used to be this happy. This is as happy as you're ever going to get. Mm. And, and, and know that and thinking that the rest of your life, you knew how happy you used to be. This is how happy you're going to be for the rest of your life. I was bitter. I was mad. Like I got something taken away from me that I couldn't rebound from. Yeah. And when I did that comic con, you know, there was a, there was a part that guilt was eating away. It was, it, you know, like, am I being the man that I said I wanted to be for my son? And I wasn't. I wasn't. I was like, I was denying the art side of me. I don't know how to do it. I would give it up. And I'm like, I didn't put the importance on it. And there was a part of me that felt guilty for not doing it, so I was imploding. Yeah. When I did that Comic-Con, that was the first time in nine years that I had broke past that ceiling that thing that I never thought I would. And I was, it was a happiness that it was like, if I'd have gave up, if I wouldn't have tried and I just went due to, you know, the, the whatever kind of work, I would have missed out on that happiness. And so, and then every year has been something more, something more that's like, there's this happiness there that I'm like, I don't, I don't deserve it. I didn't do nothing special for it. All I did was I'm doing the stuff that I love and I share it try to tell people, look, I don't, I love what I do. I get excited about what I do. I don't need to do it for a company to be this excited, but being this excited helps me bring out my best work. Cause I know I do the best work when I'm in this mode. Yeah. I can't do this work under stress. Oh man, what if I lose this job? What if I get laid off? What, you know, all these things that come with, you know, trying to balance it all out starts taking its toll over the years. And it's like, how do you keep creating from this stress? And so what I've realized for myself is to go out and find what is it that makes you happy? What makes you happy? And then bring it into your life. And it doesn't have to be, you know, a hundred percent of your day full of happiness, but I make it a point to at least try to get 51%, yeah. 51%. I'm having a bad day and I'm like at 49%. I need two more percent to break it to a 51%. I can still complain about it, but at 51%, over a span of time, that 1% will pay me interest. Mm. Whereas if I let the negative, and I sit in the negative, and I let it, you know, the negative is 51%. That negative over time is the thing that affects you, you know? Like eating a eating a hamburger ain't going to mess you up the first time you do it, you know? But eat a bunch of them over a span of period of time right. will do its damage. So that's, yeah. so I started okay. taking that with my happiness. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's like, you don't have to do it perfectly. Don't try to be hardcore to get super hardcore happiness because then it, be, it then it seems impossible. But when you sit and you say, I just need, I just, I have to understand what makes me happy. Yeah. Not somebody else, but what makes me happy. So that's, it, it gets tough. And so the last two years I've been at home trying to figure that all out, you know, without external things making me make decisions that aren't true to me. Gotcha, man. That's, that, that's incredible, man. I mean, you, you you really, I I think you're singing a lot of people's song there, for real. No, you know, what I'm and saying? that's the thing. It's I'm no, that's why I said when, when I have and I've had people, you know, come up to me at these conventions and just start bawling because they're like, man, I'm about to give up. Yeah, and I can't, you know, and I'm like, and I'm telling my wife that was the other thing that was messing me up going to these cons is like, I look for me and. You know, I never had nobody to sit and say, push forward. You know, it's well worth it. You know, I didn't have access to people. Yeah. You know, and and so when I see these people who are like in that same boat, to me, it's like, man, if I could if I could package up and give it to you and just say, hey, look, just just feel. 
the moment that I that I packed up the last day of Comic Con, if I could have handed that feeling to somebody, uh, the world would be a better place. People would be like, I want that all day long. I, I you can't look at people. I look at people differently in that mode. You know what I'm saying? I'm not mad about anybody else's business. You know, I don't get mad. I'm like, I can't control that stuff. But what I can control is the happiness that comes into my life and my family's life and the people I care about. Yeah. And so for me, I watch with the art. You know, I've had people being just so nice to me for me doing art. And I'm like, I'm not doing it at a company. I'm not doing I'm doing it for me. Hmm. I'm doing it for the selfish part of me. But in the same sense, I think we all... We want that, you know. I know that when I tell you this, I know like you ain't want to. You don't want to. You want to have a happy life with your family. Yeah. Do those things, you know, without feeling like you know that you're contributing something. You know what I'm saying? Something more. And that's where I was like trying to define, you know, when I got to that place where success, I was like, this is somebody else's. I was like, you get the new cars, the new house, new baby. You know, working at at a studio and then your side work is you know big big companies paying you money to do that and it's like, I was miserable, but I'm sitting here looking and I was like everybody outside of my life be like no man you're living life, and I'm like no I'm not living I'm working, mm. missing out on life and so and so like I said because I'm older, I'm more mindful of it but when you're younger it's like I'll do whatever it takes right mm-hmm. you know you miss you miss that time whereas now don't want to ruin this time and i'm like my daughter is the reason why i'm doing this and she's young if she were older i probably wouldn't i'm actually fighting being the cynic you know i want to i want to look at the world and complain and be mad about all of it but in the same sense it's like i look at my daughter i don't want her to grow up in that world but every time she sees an artist and she sees me reacting with artists like to me is the epitome of why i do it when she sees an artist like i was going to ctn and i was like i'm at home and I was telling her two days before, I'm like, daddy's going to leave for a couple of days. And she was like, she went, ah, she was dying. Like, <laughs> oh, oh. And she called me, she called me on the road. We were about two hours out, out uh, you know, just got in the car. She didn't see me leave because I left like at five in the morning. Yeah. And I got two hours away from home and she calls me up just devastated. Ah! Yeah. And I'm like, dying. tell my buddy, turn the car around. I got to go home. But when I told her, I remember I said, look, she was trying, I was trying to explain, because I'm like, I know you don't understand this, but I said, I said, remember Comic-Con, how happy you were? I said, this is like Comic-Con, but it's a different venue. There's going to be a bunch of artists there. Daddy wants to meet, and I would have took you, and as soon as I said it, I was meeting with artists, she calmed down. Huh. And she said, oh, she said, oh, this is, you're going to go see artists. Tell them I said hi. Oh, wow. You know? She cleaned up right, and to me, you know, I'm sitting here going like, as being a parent, I'm like, what do I teach my daughter? But what I what I feel with my art and who I am as an artist, if I show her how important it is to me, that there's something out there that daddy wants, I want her to walk away with that. Whatever she ends up doing, I want her to be like, it's important. And every time you show somebody it's important, when they see how important it is to you, they'll help supplement you because they sit and they go, you deserve it. You deserve it because you see, you're saying how important it is to you. You sit here and you don't take it for granted. And that's why I say, you know, especially like the kids who are really talented, you know, that they just automatically assume someone's just going to pick them up. All I got to do is see the artwork. And it's a bunch It's a bunch more than that, you know. I feel like um, because I had nothing to lose, that I was willing to fail. And there's a lot of people that are like, I don't want to fail. I don't want to make a bad drawing. I don't want to, you know, especially for our family and our friends, we don't want to let them down. So, so to me it's 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 that important you know and it's like uh how how do you if you didn't do that if you didn't do that and be that part of it you know there's going to come a point where what if i would have you know that's true and so so, you know when my what if came to play i was like man i hate myself Mm, (laughs) you know and i didn't do that so man well well let me switch the gears for a second mel uh just in terms of I guess one of the things that um, is a hallmark of the stuff that you post online is your versatility, just in terms of different media, uh, different types of line work, you know, things along along that nature. Um, where does that versatility come from? Because I know that um, a few minutes ago you were mentioning that you were like, you had aspired to be a 2D animator, but you obviously yes. 
you know, draw, you know, in all types of styles or whatnot. Uh, do you feel like you, you kind of embrace that um, idiosync- idiosyncrasy, you know, or is it just still your way of just exploring these different possibilities? Yeah. Uh, it's it, Like I said, it's hunting. I'm hunting stuff. When I do one, like I find myself when I get, so for the longest time, I'll be working with a blue pencil. Yeah. And I'll get in there and I'll get comfortable with it. And as soon as I start getting comfortable with it, man, this is feeling good. Yeah. You know? It's me at that moment. I'll cut. I'll cut. I'll cut. I'll be like, okay, done with the, done with the blue pencil. Now you got to do digital because mm. it's a different mindset, you know. And so when I switch there, my mind wants to complain. My mind wants to go like, what are you doing? This feels good. Yeah. Do what you do. But in the same sense, it's like, um, like when I come out of that comfort zone. When I come out. When I know I'm feeling comfortable. Yeah. I don't have to do. It. You know what I'm saying? The thing is, is that's where the battle becomes. I don't have to draw. Whatever I'm drawing that day is on me. Mm-hmm. But it's when I get comfortable, it's easy to sit and say, well, you're not doing this for anybody. So why are you switching up? Stay in the comfort. Mm-hmm. And my thing is, I stay there. I know it's bad. I know it's like, and so what I do is, is I'll see something and I'll be like, can I take aspects of what I'm learning in traditional and bring them to my digital? And then can I, you know, like I said, with the watercolor, the color pencils, the acrylic, the gouache, there'll be something where like inks. I'm like, man, ink is a whole nother beast. I'm like, I get scared, hand shaking. But but when I get to the point where it's like, look, just stick with that for a couple of days and then get to the point where it's like, um, what I found for myself that helps me is if if you talk to a lot of people, they'll say, I'm not that kind of guy. Mm -hmm. So like, so ink, you know, I'll tell people, I'm not that kind of guy. And the thing is, is the only way you can be that kind of guy is if you do it. That's it, you know? But a lot of people won't do something because they'll go, well, again, one of the reasons why I didn't do anything in my career is because I felt too stupid. And so it was like, instead of asking the question, hey, can you help me do this? I just sat on it. I didn't. But when I was trying to get my foot in the door and I had nothing to lose, I asked everybody. If, you, if anybody that knew me at the beginning of my career I would be at their desk. Well, how did you do that? What did you do? And and these were kids who were like 19, 20 years old. Like, what are you doing? You know, here's this 33-year-old dude sitting at my table trying to ask me what to, how to do his job. <laughs> and, you know, and so it it's to me where, you know, that's why I said we get our egos as artists, we get in, in our way to sit and say, well, what's the importance of it? Why? Make it important to you to ask the question because I don't know what I'm doing. So when I switch back and forth, Everybody says, I love your style. Well, all, all my style is is being able to sit and say, what I've come to learn is, is it's once you understand the basics, you know, I could draw a ball. Mm-hmm. But how do you draw a ball? Is that ball squashed? What is this, the meaning behind that ball? Is it is it bouncing against a wall? Is it dropping from the ceiling? It, what is the ball doing? And then it's like you have the option to make that choice as what the ball is doing. And so – that's what style comes, you know, is when you sit and you say, I can draw a circle, but this is how I would draw a circle in this moment, you know? And so when I look at my reference, I'll sit and I'll say, this is what I like. I like the eyes on this one. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, well, the best way to bring out the eyes on it, you know, what is the way to get and evoke uh, the emotion that I want to convey, you know? So, so these are all choices, you know, like how do you come up with different choices? But if you limit yourself and you say, you know, like I watch somebody were like, I, you know, I, I do this style, so I don't want to come. I don't want to be like these guys. And it's like, well, no, it's not about being those guys. It's understanding. The more you understand somebody else's, right? Uh, you know, like I said, when I look at other pe- artists, when I look at other artists, I'm analyzing them because I sit and I go, what did they, what did they say was important in what they handled? You know, and uh, how did they handle that shape? Why did they choose those colors? If I were to choose colors, would I have done it differently? If I would have chose this line, what would I have said differently in that line? And it's it's being okay with being able to sit and say, to be enamored with somebody else's work, but to look at your own and say, do it on purpose. You know, if, if somebody uses it this way and you say, man, that makes complete sense, then use it that way until something else comes around and you say, oh, there's a better way of doing it. But if you get caught in trying to do it the same way over and over again, you limit yourself on exploring how far you can take something, you know? Yeah. And so at any moment that I'm like, well, I've been doing this too long, 
I'll bust it up and I'll be like, okay, let me, let me do an environment. Let me do, you know, a pen, a brush pen. Let me do uh, an animal. Let me do hand studies, you know, just whenever I get to that point where I feel uncomfortable, especially cause I, like I said, I do it for myself. And so I, it's like, if like for me drawing for myself, I don't have somebody telling me, Hey, we need this by the end of the day. So yeah. the motivation is already done, you know, try to stay motivated to do something. But then it's, it's, um, well, then there's the fight where, well, this is what I want to do. But it's like, well, are you improving from that? Mm-hmm. So being honest, that's what I'm saying. So this whole thing has been me finding my truth. Am I being honest to myself by doing the art? By Am I, you know, if I sit and I say, well, I know I need to learn color. I'm not touching color. Then I got to look at it at least, you know, and just try it out. Rather than go, well, I'm not a color guy. Mm-hmm. Just try it. Do it for a couple of days, you know, and then ask a question. You know, find somebody who does color and be like, hey, you know what? What do you think of this? So to me, by changing it up, being able to say it's important, not just because, um, you know, because I just want to create great art, but to understand it's just decisions. That's all you're doing. And the more the more information you get from other people, is it helps you to make better decisions. You know what I'm saying? So Yeah. And you know what? And that is the exact opposite that most art schools will tell you they will tell you you have to specialize you have to specialize <laughs> you know and for go ahead i'm sorry man no no you and the thing is is there's there is a purpose to that but i think the way people take it is wrong so like i draw i always that's my base mm-hmm. you know that's the thing mm-hmm. that i share freely on the internet that's why i said i don't show, i don't put up work i don't post up hey yeah this is my this is what i work for at this company because i know for myself Everything that I've done for a company has been, you know, limited to, you know, I wasn't doing my ultimate great work. I wasn't like pushing myself. Whereas my free time stuff, that's me. I'm sitting here trying to push, push for something more. So I show that because I'm like, you know, that's the stuff that I'm excited about. As much as it was exciting to work on some of the projects I worked on, you know, it was like I knew I was going to be hidden. But to me, every artist, if you talk to every artist, there's at some point that they want to branch off on their own. Right. I want to do my thing. I want to tell my own story. I want my characters to come alive. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but everybody goes, well, you know what? I'll do the studio stuff first. You know, but the thing is, is that studio environment, if if not if not understood properly when you get there, is can break you because you're sitting there all day long. People are telling you it's not good enough. Send it back. It's not good enough. Do it better. It's not good enough. And eventually, you start questioning yourself: Am I good enough? And then shoot, now you got all these young guys coming in who do your job, know it like they were born with it, mm-hmm. and you got, uh, you know, like, then you got to justify your salary. Uh, I'm good enough, you know, am I yeah. good enough? So then the fear, that's why I said, it's like, you know, and then it's like, by the time you've gotten to the point where it's like, you could, you know, I should be doing my own stuff, you're so broken, that it's like, well, then I probably wouldn't be good enough to do my own stuff. Mm. And so that's what I fight right now, is like, uh, I want to do my own thing. So I was like, like, uh, I just printed up my sketchbook. It wasn't yeah. to sell. I want to sell it, but I don't, it wasn't my intent to do it. wasn't to sell. It was, um, just like Comic-Con. I was like, there was a goal that it was like, of all the artists I admired when they came out with their sketchbook, it was like, to be an artist, got a sketchbook, you know, it's like, man, that's magic. So I always had it on my, it's, since 2007, I've been trying to print this sketchbook. Yeah. And, and uh, and I, and again, I was just about to do what I do every year. I was like, nope, it's not good enough. Just put it on the back burner. But in all actualities, I had my wife in here until like 1 o'clock in the morning the other night, and I was like, I need to get it done. If I don't get it done before the end of this year, because that was my goal, was like, get it done, you know, just send one, just to be, just test print, have a physical copy in my hand saying I attained a goal. Because it's that goal that's going to make the next one believable. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, off the desk, print it up, you know, and people were like, man, I'll buy it. And I'm like, oh, yes. you know. But here's the thing. See, I was telling my wife, here's the problem with that. Okay. Okay, I'm going to give you, because I was like, a lot of people just don't understand. It's, it's, uh, you know, it's an emotional thing when it's your work, you know, your art. And it's like, I do these things, I bust them out in the morning as much as I love them. It's like, because they don't live up to what's in my mind. It's like, I, and plus, I'm not a professional artist. I don't get paid for this stuff. And even when I, I think I was a concept artist, for six months out of my 14 year career, six mm. months. And I hate it. I was like, mm, I'm not a concept artist. <laughs> I want to draw for fun. You know, I want to enjoy myself. So 
for me, it's like uh, when I first started drawing. My first job, uh, you know, they were like, "Why do you, why do you want to do some other than interface?" Because I was an interface guy. You know, I did the uh, the uh, the heads up display on Van Helsing the video game. You know? Okay. And it was like, you know, it was like everybody was telling me, "Yeah, your work is seen throughout the whole game." And I'm like, "Don't tell me that. I don't want to. I want my care. I want to be animating the character, jumping around, shooting, and doing all that." Yeah. I was like. Tell me on interface. I don't want that crap. <laughs> you know, <but laughs> I did it for three years and I was like trying to find out and learn all this other stuff, but I was excited. Yeah. So I look and I'm like, you know, but when I actually drew, you know, and had somebody, I was like, I don't want somebody to take away what I enjoy about drawing. Mm-hmm. And it was, so I was like animation. I don't mind anime. I love animating. And it's like, somebody can come and tell me, you know, cause there's a bazillion ways somebody could move that yeah. means something. You know, and so it's like, but the people who are watching it on the other end, you know, they'll know if something's wrong. They'll be like, oh, the animation's wrong. They don't have to be an animator to know something's wrong. So with art, I take personally, you know, somebody's like, ah, you know, I would have done it this way. And it's like, oh, I'm crushed. I'm devastated. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, let me just be an animator. Let me draw for fun. Yeah. But uh, that's why I say I'm with the base, having a base. Drawing is my base. Drawing is the thing that keeps me inspired. It's, it's, I don't want to, I don't want to think that. So when, when schools say, you know, you should have a place, I'll, I'll tell you just from my drawings alone, just the stuff that the Dukes that I put up, uh, I get offered jobs left and right, you know, and it'd be like, yeah, like I tell people, I was so scared when I went off on my own. Cause I was like, I'm not going to be doing it. I, I'm not going to be hustling at a, at a studio. And it's nice when you work at a studio. Cause then everybody knows you, but I was like, nobody knows who the fuck I am. Mm-hmm. And I was like, so so how is it how is it that I'm gonna stay relevant? So like I said, when I got onto Facebook, I was like, I felt stupid posting my life because I was like, I have hard days and I don't want people to be like, oh look at Mel, living life. I was like, no. So I was just throw up the artwork. And when I threw up the artwork, I mean people were coming out and being so supportive about it, you know, like, Mel, where are you working? What are you doing? I'm not doing anything. So when I put that professional hobbyist up there, uh. people were like, What does that mean? I'm like, Well, I said, if you look at most people that do work. They'll be like, ah, oh, it's work, man. Oh, I can't wait to go home from work. I'm sick of work. Mm-hmm. But I said, but you watch somebody with a hobby. They'll be like, oh, man, I can't wait to get into that hobby. I want to be able to do that. Let me do that for a second. You will find time for a hobby, for sure. work. I want to get away from it. So that's that's what I was saying. It's To me, I try to put little reminders to myself on why I do it. You know, And being a hobbyist, it takes all the pressure of, do I need to make money? Do I need to do this? Because all that tension makes me create not to my full potential but if i sit here and i say i take it seriously but serious lightheartedly you know what i'm saying to be able to say at any time can you if you're working on something and you don't like it can you can you work on it like you like it can you come out and say uh i'm working on this project yeah it's it's crap but here that's why i'm saying the thing is, is i'm trying to find that because i know that once i go back to working i'm not going to work on everything that's perfect mm-hmm. and so it's like I'm not going to do my best work. So I'm going to hand somebody who's working at a company. Oh, let me just get the paycheck here. I just gave you crap. Then that company goes under because they didn't do, because they didn't care. They wanted their product, but then they're going like, Hey, we didn't, it was a crap product, you yeah. know? And so to me, I'm like, I want to work on good stuff. And when people go like, I was happy, I poured it all into that, you know? And if it doesn't make it, I don't care mm-hmm. because I poured my into it. And I was like, and I think people gravitate towards that. And so, um, so when I got on a Facebook and like I said, people were like, Hey, you want a job? Hey, I got a job for you. You want a job? And not like little itty bitty jobs, but like, Hey, this could be some, I'm like, tell my wife, I'm like, but to turn, turn them down and be like, look, no, 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 no. The reason why I'm at home is because I want to learn about how I do art, but I want to watch my daughter grow up. And this is something that I can't get back. So to me, I'm like, a part of me wants to jump back on board and work, but a part of me goes, that's not what it's about. And it's hard to be able to sit and say, is that your truth? To be able to have faith in myself to say, those same people will be there if you keep doing what you're doing. You know what I'm saying? Because I made the choice to sit and say, I know by watching my daughter at this time will make me happy. And when I create from that place, you know, it's not even compete. I'm not competing with nobody. I tell people, I'm like, I don't look at anybody as competition and, and it makes me sad when artists look at each other like I got to vie for this position or I got a jockey and I will, you know, I'll do whatever it takes. 
And to me, I'm like, I've been more sharing. I'm like, dude, do you want to learn something from me? If you find me on the right day, I apologize, but I'll give you whatever. <laughs> to me, I didn't have that. I didn't have somebody to give it to me. And But there's, there's the thing is to have enough in it to say it's worth it, you know, to me, to be able to tell another artist to go out and say, hey, you know what? Do you want it? Yeah. Then get it because it's 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 amazing thing. Here's happiness on the other end of it, you know, and if you ever need help, let me be there because, you know, you never know what that person can be, what that person can do. And that person can come back and be like, hey, you remember we had that talk? And now I own my own company. Mm-hmm. You looking for work? Boom, I'm going to hook you up. You know, because they're going to remember that. And it's like, to me, I'm like, when people are like, they don't think about it and they go, like, I just got to hustle and I'll do whatever it takes. You know, it's like, you're cutting yourself off, you know? And it's like, this industry is so huge, but the artists in it are so broken that uh, it, it just makes me sad. You know, and like I said, it's like this thing that should be joyous is all messed up. So my thing is, is for myself, I learned that my success comes from you know, showing and sharing with people how important it is to me, how much I love it, how much it is given me, you know, without going to a company. To find that first, to watch people come out of the woodworks, you know, and I watch people like, man, there ain't no job. And I'll tell them, like, I said, you go look at my little things, and they'll be like, well, you have talent. I'm like, but I've been doing that same stuff. Why all of a sudden are they still coming out? I'm not asking people for a job, mm-hmm. but you define what your truth is. If you think, if you have faith in your work and be like, you know what, if I keep going down this path and bettering myself, there's going to come a point. There's going to come a point where you'll get whatever it is that you want. But if you're not bettering yourself, how can you get that? You know what I'm saying? And so I think that's where a lot of people get stuck. They get, you know, like they don't see the results they want after a couple of months. And they're like, man, I, I can't. It's hard. Mm. No, no. It's like, what, what, what if you stop? And it's like five years. That's what a dude told me. He said, if you write down all the things that you want that, that would make you happy, truly, like sit down and write it down. He says, if you go with your heart for five years, he said, you can attain whatever it is that you want. Yeah. And I was 19 and I was like, but I need rent. I need money. <laughs> you know, art, art, art isn't paying me that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But when I moved into my house, when I moved to my house and I had a list, of all the things I said I told my wife I wanted, you know, that I thought would be successful. I hit everything on that list. Mm. And it was five years. And I try to tell people, I'm like, it. I put my love into it. Everybody that knows me knows that I put my love into it. And that's why I'm, I, I know it now. I noticed when I was at that place that I stopped making those goals, that I stopped going like, what else do you want? I was hold on to what I got. Mm-hmm. But I noticed I'm going back to that part where, you know, the dreamer part of it is the best part of it. To be able to sit and say, yeah, you, you got success off of this. But what else do you want? What else would make you happy? Don't stop at that. What more do you want? Because, um, you know, it's like the way I carry myself as I, like before, I was angry. I was bitter. I was mad. And I was almost shut off from the world. Mm. But I noticed by being the artist and talking to people about how much I love the art, man, I have met some amazing people. And then to be able to go, you know, like CTN was amazing to me because I went to my heroes and telling them, thank you. Thank you for, you know, doing what you do and inspiring that child inside of me to do something more. To thank them in person and then them go, hey, you're Mel Milne. What? What? (laughs) That's awesome. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I think for me, that's what everybody wants. Everybody wants... You know, like like you said, you know, I know that's no different for you. That if you were to walk in and you'd be like, hey, man, oh, dude, I met you. On a, and like, hey, I recognize your work. What? Oh, yeah. <laughs> every artist wants that. Every, And that's why I'm saying I look and I'm like, if if you were to talk to me at the beginning, I would have been like, is that a possibility? Why would anybody? Why would anybody care about what I do? Uh-huh. And like I said, even weirder is I'm not doing it for a company. I'm doing it for myself. Ain't nothing. Ain't I ain't selling nothing on my website. <laughs> you know what I'm I'm not producing anything. I'm just doing it for sheer love. There's there's going to come a point, you know, that I want to be able to take that and always at will put my love into my work and make money off of it. Yeah. You know, but I don't want to do it wrong. I know that the thing is, is once you get caught up, and especially where I'm at, I don't want to do the hustle. I don't want to be like, 
uh, I got to do whatever it takes and burn the men I know. I want to work. I believe that I can work a four-hour day, four days a week, and still have the time with my family and still put in my best work. You know what I'm saying? And so, and I notice I'm way more efficient when I'm happy. I'm way more organized when I'm happy. So it's just like, let me tend to that first. And then on the side, always try to improve my art a little bit at a day, you know, instead of like, you know, like, oh, my daughter's off at school. Here you go. Bust it out. You only got a little bit of time. Mm -hmm. And so I found myself, you know, uh, improving in that way from the happiness. So I, I tell people, I'm like, of all the things that if I could sit and say, hey, get your mind right, find out what makes you happy. Don't sit and tell, let, let, let society dictate what's happy for you. Do you know what I'm saying? Get caught up in, you know, things that you can't fix, things that you can't have, you have no control over. It's like, uh, but when you sit and you say, you know, on purpose, you know, like I, I make it a point now that anybody like even working fast food and I go up to them and I'll make sure I say, how are you doing today? And they'll be like, what are, why are you asking me? But I'm all like, no, you're not just somebody that's sitting here. You're, you're doing something. You're doing something more. And I know a lot of people take you for granted, but I'm going to tell you, I, if somebody treats me nice at a fast food place or somebody treats me nice at a crappy job, I will make sure I tell them, you're doing a fantastic job because I know I used to be that guy who was like, you know, have somebody yell at me and tell me I'm stupid and I don't know what I'm doing. But I noticed, you know, you have somebody tell you something just because you're smiling. Hey, man, you know what? That's fantastic. That makes you feel good, and then you spread that. That's what I'm saying. That's what that's what I've realized with my art. When somebody tells me, "Man, Mel, your art makes me happy. I see you so positive," yeah. and I'm like, that to me is why I do it because I'm I'm sitting here going like somebody's getting positive out of it, and if they take that positive and they they attain that goal of becoming somebody more, then somebody else it's like they they could come on and and be you know. The next big thing, and all of a sudden, everybody, and just because I had that one conversation with them, that it'd be like, hey, you know what? I did something. I tried. You know what I'm saying? I tried in this world. Instead of going in and being like, you know what? Screw it all. Everything's going to hell in a handbasket. You know, I don't want to be that dude. So so that's why I sit and I tell artists, and I'm like, dude, this power, dude. This power when you when you get a moment. And that's why I said, CTN, I'm going to the, my, my heroes and be like, dang. You know, look what you did for me. You know, you know, being able to tell the guys who I'm like, you helped me to be a hustler. You helped me, and not to just hustle, yeah, but to hustle for the love of it. You know what I'm saying? Bring that to the forefront. The guys who, hey, I, you know, I don't want to be average. I want to be great at what I do, but define what great is. What is great? And to me, great is being able to sit and say, I'm being the artist I wanted to be for my son. You know what I'm saying? And to me, it's like, I'm going to live up to that every day and embrace that you know what i'm talking about man sorry no <laughs> mel man i, I <laughs> man that's whew. if i could bottle this talk up man and just sell it man that's like <laughs> i'm serious hey. i mean just it, like like we're at an hour now so you know i'm, I'm gonna get ready to cut it there uh because i don't want to take up too much more of your time but um i i just have to tell you man this this has been incredible I mean, this has been truly incredible, you know, and uh, I'm glad, you know, because I go, dude, I don't go, I don't get out much. Friday, Friday, I get my, Fridays are my days that I'm like, I'll, I'll have lunch with artists, I'll, you know, or I'll do my art. And then the weekend is my family's time, you know, but, you know, uh, during the week, it's just focus on my daughter. I don't want to, I don't want to convolute that with work and stuff. Yeah. But when I have these. Like, my thing is, is I know when I talk about this stuff, it's, there was a part where I didn't want to talk about it. Mm. And so, and I know there's a lot of artists, like I said, when you sit and you say, oh, I totally feel that. I know there's a bunch of artists going like, oh, yeah, 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 I get that too. But nobody wants to talk about it. And so to me, it's like, hey, look, you know, I cry, I have a hard time, you know, and I understand. I understand as an artist, you want to go somewhere. Yeah. But. You know, if if out of my journey that I can sit and I can tell somebody that it's well worth it, that you can that you can get some happiness, and then we later on can sit down and have a discussion and be like, I remember Mel said that this is what it would feel like, and then to have that and say, now tell me about your success and what you feel success is, and I bet you 
everybody that comes at that moment will understand what I'm talking about. The success is much more than just attaining some goal of getting on at the studio and making a bunch of money. It's, it's, it's having happiness. The thing that we all chase is always with us, but a lot of artists don't. It's like, well, I'm not going to do my art. And it's like you're letting your you're letting your happiness you're letting it go. You're sitting here saying, I don't want the happiness. And what can it take? What 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 would it feel like? And so that's why I sit and I say, for me, I'm like, I want to share my happiness and let people feel it and be like, dang, dude, I want I want that too. And then when you get it, then you'll understand. You're like, it's well worth it. This is well worth it. You know, whatever pain, whatever suffering, this is well worth it. And so that's why I said. I know I keep drawing and I know there's always going to be a bad drawing in there. Yeah. But there's always the man. Look what, what my heart has given me. Look what those bad drawings has given me. It's much more than anything that I could have ever imagined. That's why I'm saying you coming up and telling me, man, Mel, you know, I watch you hustling and, and I can see, and like I said, I know you're like, man, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do more. I'm excited about it again. To me, that's what my success is. That's because I'm sitting here going like, I wanted somebody like that for me. Be like, oh, and there was people there and I got to tell them, but I'm just saying it's hard enough when you're all by yourself and you feel stupid and you feel like this person's way better than me. I'm like, the only, I try to tell people the only reason why they think that I'm better is because I put in time. That's right. it. Mm-hmm. I said, I, my stuff sucked and everybody was telling me in the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> And, and they were kind of like, what is this? I was like, that's my style. I did the exact same stuff, you know? But I'm sure there's a bunch of people that do that, you know? It's like, no, my stuff sucked. There wasn't everybody sitting here going like, hey, Mel, I love your work. You know, I had, <laughs> had my friend, you know, and my friends would tell me that, but they didn't really care. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> like, hey, I just went, hey, if you do go big, maybe you remember me, you know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, when you... You are well on your way, sir. I'm telling you. I'm telling you, man. That concludes this episode of Artist Proof with Adrian Johnson. Any feedback or comments are always appreciated. You can email the show at artistproofpodcast at gmail.com. Artist Proof with Adrian Johnson is a production of Inazuma Studios, LLC. Copyright 2015. Zuma.